0: Hey, today we are chalk, chalk, chalking. Oh my gosh, I think I've just been recording too many podcasts. That's where we're at. I didn't think that I'd ever be able to say that because, truthfully, if I could just record podcasts all day, that might be something that I would do. Um, <laughs> but I am talking about chapter four today. And this is one of my favorite chapters because it's talking about the rhythmic phases of life that we experience and how they work and sort of how we're always getting called back to the top of the funnel and then going through the experience again and then we have the opportunities to sort of phase out and go into something bigger or go back to the top and i want to normalize what those phases are not so you can quicken your experience because the timeline is is so specific and so individual there is no, if you're signing up for this, you're reading this book, you're listening to this podcast and hoping that this gives you some sort of fast pass to spirituality, wrongo, not going to happen. But, and this is an important but, okay, and not all buts get that much importance, so you should listen up. But if you could understand the phases, then you could understand what's coming next, you could better prepare. For what's headed your way, so that you're not sidelined by it, you're not blindsided by it, and stopping and starting all of the time. So you start to realize that these phases are normal and natural, and building you into readiness for the next phase, should you get to a point where you're ready to step out of the phase and into the next level of your human experience. And so That really is the phases, and we're kind of going through those today, and we're talking all about chapter four, and how normalizing the rhythmic phases of life is one of those vital understandings. Let's go. Welcome to season three. Um... I would love to tell you that season three is full of so many twists and turns and craziness that's going to come in, and honestly, it could be, but this podcast is my own personal journal of escaping from what I deemed a life that wasn't really fit for me, and that started in season one, rooted in the fact that my dream had died, and I didn't know what my goals were in life anymore. And as we've walked through the valley of what that looks like and everything encompassing, we've been recording. And so I'm excited to be going into season three. I don't know what's in store for us, but I can tell you that from season one to now, every day feels a little bit better and a lot better that looks for us. But more than anything, let's forgive ourselves for our dream dying and start getting back to rebuilding after that. Hey, how are all of you? You're looking amazing. You Are just showing up as the most amazing person that I've ever seen. You should be very proud of yourself. You should definitely pat yourself on the back if you're driving. Only do this if it is safe. If you are not flexible enough to pat yourself on the back. We must find a way. We must find a way to celebrate you. And here's the deal. If you can't. Then let's celebrate by grounding ourselves in our greatness. And patting our backs. But if we only have the greatness grounding. Let's just start there. So, (laughs) my great thing is continuing to move forward. And I hesitated for a while there, guys. I mean, one of the harder things about doing work like this, doing the work of your heart, following an unbeaten path, is that you're making it up as you go. Hi. Yeah. And so often, especially. If you want to be something new and different and you want to take a different road and you want to create something that has not been created before, you are creating your path as you go. And for me, that was so exciting, but also really challenging to sort of denounce normalcies that surrounded me to just say, I don't know where I'm going, but I know that I want to go away or towards this. I don't know how I get there. I don't know who I'll need. I don't know if I know them or not. I'm just going to move, period. And there was a while there where I didn't move. I wasn't sure of where to move next. And I think the time spent in that phase was really just in this perfection and deeper understanding of what movement is and needs to become in order for it to be in alignment. And I can't tell you how vital that is to this work. And the understanding of all of that. And so, you know, that looks like making books and making calendars and doing things that make sense with who I am and what I need and what I believe in. Because more than anything, this I have found to be true. Having big ideas and sticking to them and like Sarah Blakelying the shit out of your entrepreneurship is only bad if you do not arm yourself with the language and ability to take it to the scale and the vision that you see fit. That's the only time that ideas, big, small, whatever, are bad when you sit and spin with them instead of create as a result of having them at all. And I would know because I am a person who had a lot of ideas that spun and spun and spun rhythmically and frantically in my head All day and night long. They would keep me up. They would spin like crazy. I would be excited about them one day and depressed about them the next. And there was never really any sunshine at the light of the end of that tunnel. Light at the end of the tunnel. There was never any light, not sunshine. Light at the end of the tunnel. And for me, that was, that was it. I had ideas and I had no way. Of making them happen. Of making them a reality. Of bringing them into the fold of the work that would be my life. And it drove me crazy. And it drives people crazy every day. Where do they find meaning? Where do they fit? What is it that they are here to do? Why are they here? And... I feel like... Even though I couldn't place exactly one finger on it, I feel like every step that I have taken has been in the right direction. And there there were so many no's and there were so many attempts at making things happen that weren't in alignment, that I knew weren't in alignment, that I just had to kind of go, "Uh okay, well, not for you. Bye. There's something else. There's something else. There's some reason why that happened. There's some reason why that fell off. There's some reason. There's something. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. You'll find it. And as someone who has been finding, in a season of finding, as of late, I get really excited about the waves that are being planted right now. And I get really energized by the conversations that I'm getting to have now Compared to the ones that I wished that I had had not so long ago. And I'm sure that there are podcasts on here that were like consciously streaming and screaming about how me finding the network of people that I've tapped into just isn't possible for someone like me. And here we are, same person, different reality, different mindset. And yeah, so I think my great thing more than anything is just moving in a season of movement, and it hasn't always been, so I want to normalize how real that is. That there are going to be seasons of no movement at all, and you may even question if you'll ever move again, and you will. Okay, some of us, a season of slowness, or a period of just moving out from what you knew, in order to sort of dissolve and form new conscious identity is a necessary part. And I do not suggest anyone skip over that. Take that lightly. Collect $200 and go directly to jail. I say, do it. Go to jail. Pull yourself out of the world. See what you feel like after you've removed everyone. See what you Feel like. See who you are without all of those interruptions of the outer world. And that's the beauty of it all, my good friends. That is. And yeah. So sometimes it takes stillness to get to a season of movement. That's okay. That's normal. Been there. Done that. Took a, a season and a half, really. Uh, <laughs> it just happens I can't really explain it other than there's just a season of stillness required in all of this work. And it's okay to give in fully to that, to respect that space, to not fight it even though you're going to, even though I told you not to, you're going to anyways. And it's okay. Forgive yourself for that need because it's probably because you've been the weight of it for too long. So now we're in this season of movement and alignment and... Sort of this realization of reality that I always wanted to exist and were kind of coming into the fold with work that I had only dreamt about before. And it is a beautiful thing. And if I can create that, then holy moly, you are capable. Okay. Okay. So that's my great thing. We're creating things. We're doing things. Whatever your great thing is, you got to recognize it. Okay. Even if it starts small, that is the ripple effect. We have to start somewhere. Even if you don't know how to do this, just start recognizing yourself. I can't really stand for anything else. In fact, I refuse to stand for anything else other than your greatness, because that attracts more. That puts you in the vibration of attraction to get what it is that you want. That's it. That is it. Okay. So today we are breaking down chapter four. Chapter four. And this is a super fun chapter because this is when we start getting into the research and me paying very close attention to people who were moving sort of in unison with me and this work, not necessarily following along, following along exactly, but understanding and sort of asking themselves the same prompts and then watching the seasons and seeing how closely related those seasons were and what, if any, were Synchronicities. Things that happened repetitively. They just kept coming up. What were those things? And you should know that I took it upon myself, as I typically do, to research, to start interviewing people, to start taking surveys on this topic. Have you experienced these phases? Yes or no? How often? What did it feel like? Do you feel like they've been repeating? Do you feel like you're always coming back to the top? Or do you feel like, nah, this is pretty normal and I'm good. It's it's just kind of how life works. And this is inevitably a major part of the book. Because I say that the death of a dream is a, a story and a rhythm. The story is mine. And the rhythm is life. How we experience life. And that's the place that I'm writing from. And so I absolutely love that about this work. Always have. Likely will for a very long time. And if I don't, it's going to be awkward because I'll probably still keep doing the podcast and just be super annoying to everyone. Uh, So let's not do that. Let's just enjoy this. Okay, let's do that. So these phases are sort of speaking to, or absolutely are speaking to, Life and how we rhythmically move through it, and how repetitive it seems when we're not paying attention to the phases and how they happen, and how we naturally navigate our lives. And so, we must start talking about these phases, my good friends. It is sort of very vital. Part because on the other side of understanding the phases, you can start making decisions that are true to you, to your experience, to where you want to go, to if you want to continue. Like it's really about the empowerment of you consciously deciding whether or not you choose or chose to stay in this phase. And the result of actually choosing your phase and actively choosing your phase is that you can choose to escape faster. You can choose to make a move slower, faster, whatever. Like you get to choose, period. From here on out. That is literally the point. That is the point of most of this work. That is the point of maybe even all of this work. You get to choose. You are living life on your terms. You aren't really accepting anyone else's because they don't really fit anyways. And so we just sort of renounce them and say, no, this won't work for me. And then we start to better understand what these phases are, how my life is rhythmically repeating and going to sort of bring me back to the top of the funnel every single time. And then... You get to decide no more. And you get to decide that today it was life according to someone else. And tomorrow it is life according to me. And so these are the phases. And this is what we're talking about in chapter four. And really the phases and the explanation of the phases... Will be seasonally released with the books. And I talk about them on the podcast more specifically. But season one really spoke to realization, which is the first phase, this realization that there is something not right. Right? Something's not right. How did I get in this job again? Why am I back here? Why don't I like this? I should like this. I liked this a month ago when I applied and I got it. Why is this not the thing? This is supposed to be the thing. What am I doing? Why am I not feeling good here anymore? What is happening? What is wrong with me? So that's phase one. And right? How many times have you experienced those moments in life? Huh? How many? oh oh, oh, a lot okay and this is why this is important and I can confidently say that every single person that has been interviewed on this topic of these phases and the repetitive nature of them the rhythm said that they have had a realization that something wasn't right or something didn't fit or they needed to make a change before in their life ha so we got something right Okay. And that's sort of the catalyst to, to set off the phases. Okay. Cause everything will be going good. You won't even be questioning anything. It's all good. And then something will happen. Then you'll be like, oh no, 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 no. And you know how it happens. <laughs> and you're like grasping on, you're like, no, 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 don't leave. Don't leave. Don't leave. This was supposed to be the thing. This, this was the amount of money. This was the commute I wanted. This was, this was, this was, and you know, right. True to your core. Of your being, that even if it checks all of those boxes, it still isn't true to what you've been called here to do, to what you know and in your intuition that keeps coming back up and leading you back to the same realization that even though this is better than the last thing we had this realization about, still isn't quite right. And you can get really good at marketing yourself out of this. I was extremely good at it. Listen, if my deep inner calling has always been to to do work to change people's lives. And I do believe that people's lives do not change as a result of you. They change as a vibration of you. And they also change as your ability to empower people, not to cradle them, show them how good you are, and then respectively stand above them as their leader for the rest of their life. It is about empowerment. And so that's the work that I want to do. And truly, That's the importance of the realization. And then this next phase and the next phase I love because this is where we spent a good majority of season one in the podcast, um, which was basically me in fits of anger, spite and battle with myself, with my current reality, with my past reality, with all future dreams of reality. It was angry, rhythmic, spiteful, hateful at times, insane at times. And my only promise to you is that you'll experience this phase two should you approach realization. And maybe yours doesn't last a whole year. And maybe you don't record the whole thing on a podcast for everyone to just see directly into your soul as you're going through this, like, the depths of your being as a human And maybe you won't do that, but you'll still experience it. And then phase three, where you realize that those are just external things. This is sort of the ego check moment where you go, oh, huh? well, does this have to do with me or does this have to do with what I'm calling in, with what I'm projecting and therefore attracting? Right, this deep accountability that you play a portion of what is and isn't being called into your life, and this understanding that you are in control, this like deeper look at self discovery to better understand. Right, this might be where you pick up, I don't know, an Enneagram or Strength Finder or something like that to really get into the deep root and figure out what it is you're supposed to be doing here. That phase it comes directly after the, the anger and the resentment towards everything that has been or can't be from where you're sitting right now. And then you go, ah, oh, well, are we going to do something about it? And that ego check, that self-discovery sort of pushes you into a new understanding, into a new discovery phase, into a new understanding of what it is that you're here to do who it is that you're here to be, period. And this pushes you into like a leveled up confidence and it forces you to start taking action. You start just doing things out of the pure enjoyment of doing them and trying something and you start moving beautifully and and like ferociously. Why do you even have this much confidence in doing this? You haven't even done it that long. And who are you? And you're just going because you're pumped, right? We now know this and this and this about ourselves. We now have sort of accepted that everything was okay. We're moving forward. Here we go. And we take action. And this is a weird side effect. Of this phase, this is phase four, action increase, confidence increase, um, extreme libido increase. And I think that it's just you sort of moving up in um, chakras and really you moving up in your confidence and your love of self and belief of self. And there's something that is just charismatic and so attractive about that for you as a human being and It seems weird, right, to comment on, except for that we're all adults here. And even if you aren't, maybe you don't know what that word means. So we'll just keep labeling it that. But that increase comes along with this like new understanding of self. There's this beautiful uncovering that you experienced through the first three phases that allows you to navigate the world differently. And that sort of makes you new and fun and sexy and just like all the things. Okay. And then we move into the socialization. Now, hopefully you don't mix. Okay. Phase four and phase five and your increased libido moves along with your socialization (laughs) and you get a little crazy, but Hey, Hey, Whatever, wherever it leads you man just follow it follow it okay but really the the socialization is a very normal portion because you're on this like contact high of trying something new of feeling this new version of yourself of walking around like you're super freaking man or Wonder Woman like you can't be touched nope keep on a walking and so the first thing we do and I've This is another one of those things that is like tried and true. People go through this. The next thing you do is socialize. The socialization of this idea that you have. And you'll take it to a friend or you'll take it to a family member. And you'll probably take it to someone that you're like, oh my gosh, they're like actually pretty into this. They really like me. I feel like they could see what's best for me. I'm going to take this thing to them. Like they're going to get it. And maybe you socialize it even more. And the feedback that you got was or wasn't what you were expecting, but you got feedback. And I would say, by and large, it isn't what you were expecting. I don't know. And maybe that's specific to the area that I live in. Maybe that's specific to the network of people that I had access to. But you really thought. That you were this superhero version of yourself and that you could not be touched and that you would be so high for so long that it wouldn't matter what someone said and yet here you are sitting and spinning with what's possible and what's not possible and if this is a good idea at all. And this is what I will tell you about that phase more than any other phase. The socialization is what throws a lot of us off because Someone will say, Yeah, man, that's a really great idea. Blah, 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 blah. And then you'll go, Oh my gosh, yeah. And then they'll even inject another idea because that's what we do as humans. Oh, and did you try this? And then you go, Oh my gosh, I should try that. You're right. I've only talked to one person, but you know what? You have a pretty good idea. And so why wouldn't I do that? And then all of a sudden you go running and spinning off of this like energy mode creation that you haven't had in a while and you definitely haven't had with this new idea and you start running with this person or just the idea and you start spinning out of control because eventually you lose track of what you were here to do all along and you just went with it because it was finally something nice and it was finally someone talking to you and it was finally someone being excited about your idea but here's the deal. Your excitement about the idea is all that matters, period. So take it to a hundred people. And if one says it's awesome and 99 say it's the worst thing that they've ever heard of, are you still excited? Or did you let that get to you? And that doesn't mean that you have amazing ideas and that every single idea that you're going to have is a knockout of the park. But you Following what energy repeats is what we want to get in the cycle of. The thing isn't all that important. Because we understand, right? Because we can understand these phases. And now that we have them marked, we can know what's coming next. We can go, oh, gosh, I must have gotten to a heightened level of consciousness, of understanding how this world works, and... Now I know what's going to happen next. Now I know what happens after this confidence phase, after this sharing phase. Now I know, oh, now I'm going to go share it with people. And that's right. That lady on the podcast who also writes books, she wrote about it in the book. And I remember her saying that this was going to come up and that I was going to go tell people and people were not going to have the reaction that I thought that they would, even though I went to like my grandma. And your grandma is supposed to love you all of the time. And I just figured like she'd buy whatever I had because there were a couple influencers who said like, no matter what, your grandma's going to buy it. And then she didn't. And I was like, what if your grandma doesn't buy it? Then what? Shoot. And so then I just all of a sudden started spinning. And then I decided, well, maybe this wasn't for me. This wasn't what I was supposed to do. And I let that impact my moment of action and confidence and readiness to do this. And this is also what she said. Do it anyways. You just got to get yourself in a rhythm of movement. Period. Good, bad. Otherwise, it really doesn't matter. Aligned, not aligned. Move. Because movement, even in the wrong direction, so long as you sign up for it to be a learning, is still better than sitting and spinning. And so, after the socialization comes the start of season two, and really the start of this bigger movement, and... I'm really excited to explore that more. And I really honestly feel like level six is probably an entire book. In fact, I've bought entire books. Bought in? (laughs) I have bought entire books related to phase six. And man, it's beautiful. But we so often get to six and then repeat one through five, one through five. And a lot of the reason is the socialization throws us off. We either followed something that wasn't true to our hearts because we got good feedback. And we maybe changed according to what other people were saying. And maybe that wasn't what we wanted. Maybe that wasn't exactly what our intuition was saying, but shouldn't we listen to the audience at large? Well, yeah, probably should. There are a ton of ways to build a startup, but like you at the core, at the root of who it is you are is what's most important and what it is you want to build. That's most important because there are like a bazillion trillion people who are going to tell you how to build your business and, and going to tell you how to capitalize and how to build. And it's like that fisherman story when this businessman comes in and he's like, you could make this much a day and this is how you would strategize it. And this is how you would build it. And the fisherman was like, I don't, I want to enjoy time with my family and we have everything that we need. So why would I scale like that? Right? And it's just the understanding of what it is that you want. I'm so inspired by entrepreneurs who really stick to what it is that they're trying to build and really respect where they are in that phase and not let other people, other people's greed or capitalization or whatever, fill in the blank, distract them from where it is they know to be true to their soul for their company that they're trying to build, that they're trying to bring into this world. And so the socialization, not only if you get good feedback and not only if you get bad feedback, but it really doesn't matter. You're going to do it. It's part of the phases. You're going to say something. It's just natural. It's a part of still having our ego around. Don't worry. We get through the phase where that goes away. Okay. It's okay. Um. (laughs) But the socialization piece is natural and normal and vital Because eventually you are going to have to talk about it and it's exciting and it sort of spurs more energy except for when it doesn't and you are looking to be seen and you weren't. And eventually you understand that the only thing that's important is that you see yourself from now until eternity, I suppose. Your inner light, your inner guide is what's important. And so that's sort of it. Those are the the rhythmic phases as they exist right now. There's more expansion to the phases. They don't stop here. But this is these are the phases that I really experienced through season one. And I truly believe that while I didn't recognize the phases in real time, understanding what they were and how they were coming at me and people that I'm sort of helping through their own phase of life has helped them to get through it faster, understand what was coming next and understand how to better prepare for that. And it's not a mode of being able to quicken the experience because I can't timeline anything, but I can help you better understand, better comprehend what you're about to experience so that you're ready for it. So that you don't repeat back to the top of the phases again. As always, you're smart, you're strong, you're beautiful. What are you going to do? Change the world. Hey, thank you so much for listening. If you're still here, go ahead and check us, me, it's just me, out on all of our socials. I post every day uh, post with some inspirational I don't know, quotes and movements, um, definitely on Instagram and Facebook. You can find us at the death of a dream also on LinkedIn, but I think that's just me. It's just Hannah Ness. Um, but you can check out kind of some daily encouragement to go down, chase your dreams and live your best life. You can always check back here in the show notes for anything that we might have talked about at some point in the show, anything that I'm creating at this Thank you.